Welcome to the last day of January of the state for Tuesday, January 31st, where we bring you the headlines that matter. I'm Rachel Fulton. Taking a look back on the weekend, starting off with our first headline of the day, focusing on Impact 89FM's activities. This past Friday night, the Spartans' home rink, the MUN, was filled with over 100 people who are usually covering hockey games, which were student journalists. A group of four student organizations gathered Friday night to face off in Impact's third annual broomball match. The groups included host Impact 89FM, MSU student-run radio station, the State News, Spartan Sports Report, and MSU Telecasters. The contest has historically just been a competition between Impact and the State News, but with a mismatch in manpower in recent years, the decision was made to extend an invitation to other student organizations. The goal was to make the game more competitive as Impact has handily won every meeting. Some goals aren't always met. Impact dominated the game and took home its third consecutive victory with a 5-2 win. With music blaring and cheers from the bench ringing through Mun Ice Arena, Impact got off to a hot start. The game was played in five-minute shifts, in which play was then stopped for substitutions. Impact scored before the first switch. It started early with a loose ball collection on the near side boards in the attacking zone. Impact News Director Zach Slowick had a big night as he finished with two goals, two assists, and was plus four while on the ice. The State News put forth a quality effort in a comeback attempt in the second half of the game. Despite minimal offensive chances due to Impact's suffocating backline defense, MSU Telecaster's sideshow producer, Danny Zivian, was heavily involved in any chances that did come about. He made a crisp pass to State News men's basketball beat reporter Melanie Soverinsky, who smacked the ball past goalkeeper Zach Serdenik for the team's first goal of the game. As the clock ticked ever so close to zero, Impact held a decisive 4-2 lead. Yet the radio broadcasters were not satisfied. Specialty show host of The Vibe, Matt Anakiv, was the benefactor of a mad dash in front of the goal as he scored WDBM's fifth and final goal of the contest. The horn sounded and a swarm of impactors donning all black attire gathered around the shiny gold trophy at center ice and hugs, high fives, screams of excitement, and joyous laughter were abundant in the post-game celebration. For our second headline, focusing on city news, East Lansing Mayor Ron Bacon hosted a listening session at Hanna Community Center this past Friday in which he addressed questions and concerns from parents, students, and others about safety in East Lansing public schools. The meeting took place due to several events of violent and nonviolent offenses at East Lansing High School, or ELHS, and McDonald Middle School. ELHS was not open for students this past Friday. The session was moderated by Dorinda Carter-Andrews, who is Michigan State University Chairperson for the Department of Teacher Education and Professor of Race, Culture, and Equity. Several comments were made by students saying they did not feel comfortable in the bathrooms at the middle school and high school. 
the high school was put in a shelter in place last Tuesday because of a student who had made threats of harm towards an administrator. The student had received consequences for a nonviolent offense. The student then became upset, left the building, and was overheard making threats. The student was let back into the school by a peer and hid in the bathroom. The East Lansing Police Department was then requested to help assist in removing the student from the building. East Lansing resident and ELHS assistant football coach Rufus Jackson said a lot of the problems occurring now have been going on for some time. ELHS class of 2019 graduate Drake Johnson said the security was not just there to protect the students, but to interact with them and meet them on a personal level. For our final headline of the month, focusing on culture, the Wharton Center students held its first silent disco at the Wharton Center this past Friday. The event included raffle prizes, food, and dancing. Upon arrival, attendees were given headphones that connected to three channels of music playlists. Genres included Broadway, pop, and EDM. Attendees could choose their music and adjust the volume based on their preference. The disco was split into two rooms, one with a lighter atmosphere, food, seating, and the raffle, and another room for dancing. A DJ played one of the music channels through speakers in the dance room on a low volume. Computer science freshman Amanda Saunders said she had never attended a silent disco before, but she enjoyed going out with friends to something new. Saunders said students shouldn't be afraid to try something new, like a silent disco. It's worth a try at least once for a fun experience, she said. Tickets to the silent disco sold out days in advance, but there are plans that Wharton Center students plan to hold a silent disco annually. And before we end our episode, today's weather forecast is predicting mostly sunny skies during the morning hours and then will become overcast in the afternoon with a high of 17 and a low of 8. I also want to give a huge shout out to the audio production team for Impact 89FM who created our new transition music that goes in between each headline of the day and that's going to be a new thing you guys hear. So thank you so much audio production. And thank you for joining us for The State. Produced by the State News and Impact 89FM, you can find us online at statenews.com and impact89fm.org and we'll be back tomorrow with more.